What is going on, guys? Nick here, back with Nick Sports Speakeasy, and today we are going to discuss the NBA. Yesterday, we talked about Heinzman Tro- the Heinzman Trophy finalists, the three finalists, and the one Heinzman Trophy winner, potential NFL fits for them. Now, we are going to discuss the NBA. So, the first thing I want to discuss is the Pelicans' emergence. Now, the New Orleans Pelicans are one of the best teams in the NBA right now. They are just cruising, cruising, and cruising. They got Brandon Ingram, who's balling, Zion Williamson, who's finally fully healthy, completely doing well. The addition of C.J. McCollum last year, they down the stretch, they almost made the playoffs in Western Conference but just missed out. They're one of the worst teams in the NBA, and then once they got McCollum, they almost made the eighth seed in the playoffs, which is crazy. They have Jose Alverto, who's a New Yorker. I'm originally a New Yorker, so I root for him. I mean, it's unbelievable how much talent that this team has. Their last, their last stretch has been very, very good because they've, they're currently up 109-101 against the Phoenix Suns, who they just happened, they just happened to beat them the other day, 120-117, so they might beat them two games in a row. They currently are on a huge, huge win streak. I believe it's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. They're on a six-game win streak, potentially seven, if they beat Phoenix again. Okay. They beat San Antonio. They beat Denver, which is impressive. Obviously, the Spurs and the Pistons aren't that impressive of wins, or the Raptors are Thunder, but they they've have some good wins. They beat they smoked Golden State this year. They just lost to Boston. They beat Chicago. I mean, the Pelicans are for real, man. And if you really look at their roster now, if you a breakdown on the Pelicans roster, I mean, Brandon Ingram is the closest thing to Kevin Durant I've seen since Kevin Durant. I mean, like really, this guy, he's not a, he's not. As good as Kevin Durant, but he's a big, slim player who has great handles for a guy his size. He has a great three-point shot. He's a guy that can drive in. He's a guy that can catch rebounds. I mean, this guy is unbelievable. And you got Zion Williamson, who was extremely, his first couple years was unhealthy. Did average 27 points per game last year. Obviously, he played with injury. I think it was last year or two years ago. I mean, 27 a night is really good. And to this year he's averaging about twenty three or twenty four a night. And you know, we all know Zion's play style. He's just he's a paint monster. He's not much of a three point shooter, but he's an unbelievable dunker. He got his play weight back to regular, which is great. And you got you got a, a front court of Ingram and Zion, that's unbelievable. Now you got Jose Alverto, who's unbelievable. Jose Alverto is just a, a great player. He's a guy that could drive in He's a great passer. He's a good three-point shooter. I mean, they have a good team. And this is a team that I think could make a deep playoff push. I mean, they 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 have other bench players like Devontae Graham is a solid bench player. Larry Nance is good off the bench. Jackson Hayes never really reached his full potential. But they, they, they're a team that is refined, well-rounded, good bench, good starters. And I'm excited what the future holds. And this is going to be a bridge into my next topic. Okay, the Lakers, as great as Anthony Davis is playing as of late, they should have never given up their entire farm for one player. They gave up, obviously Lonzo is with the Bulls, and he's he's a good player, but he's on and off with injury. Brandon Ingram is balling, and they gave up picks. You, you, I don't understand why, you know, everywhere LeBron goes, I mean, this is why, and, and LeBron is a top two, top three player all time. I have nothing but respect for LeBron James, but you don't. the one thing I don't agree that he does he plays Le GM, L-E-G-M. You'd, I don't like that he goes to teams constantly and sheds away young talent and promising potential 
for one guy, for for superstars. And now the Lakers, who do they really have? I mean, they've been, they weren't a playoff team last year. It don't look like they're going, I mean, yeah, they beat Milwaukee, that one of the best teams in the NBA. That was an impressive win, but... You know what does it look? What does it look like that the Lakers are going to do this year? I heard they're potentially trading multiple first-round picks for a potential star, but but it's not really like the Lakers are. It's not really like the Lakers are going to. Who's going to want? I mean, yes, they stink, so they could potentially have a high draft pick, but at the same time, if they get the star. And they start doing well, then that draft pick starts to deplete. It, instead of being a top ten pick, a lottery pick, it goes into twenties, it goes into thirties. It's like, who who the heck's gonna want? Who's gonna want the Lakers pick? You know what I mean? So it's like, it's just unbelievable. They played Detroit tonight. If you can't beat the Pistons, then I mean, it's it's just, it's 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 sad. I mean, they they lost in overtime to Philly the other night without James. I mean, I believe James Harden's hurt. I mean, you can't you can't lose. A game like that, okay. You lost to Toronto. You lost to Cleveland, LeBron's former team. You beat Washington. You beat Chicago. Beat Portland. Lost in the end by one. I mean, when the Lakers are on, they're on. They're a good team, but it's like the Lakers need to really get get themselves together because it's like AD is playing really well. Westbrook looks better off the bench, but it looks like they're going to end up trading him anyway. Um, he did lead them to a comeback a couple weeks ago, but it's like. They're not really a well-rounded roster. They don't have an incredible bench. I mean, remember when you when you're an NBA team, you can't just have you can't just have a good starting five. You need a good bench, and it's obviously, you know, Patrick Beverly is one of the better defensive guards in the league. So that's a solid addition. Schroeder's a good good player off the bench, but it's like, who do they really have? Juan Toscano, Anderson, Troy Brown Jr., Thomas Bryant. These aren't particularly household names off the bench, and it's you know. The Lakers are just—they're a team that they really. If you're gonna trade, if you're gonna trade for another star, you might as well do it. Do it to someone that will fit LeBron and AD's play style. Don't go for another point guard because LeBron wants to bring the ball up all the time. You know, you need. You, I I would get shooters. Surround him with shooters, and they haven't done that. They should have went after Clay from the Warriors years ago. Although Clay decided, you know, to stick with Golden State, they they need shooters to surround LeBron and AD. That their their front court. They, they already have a ball dominant big guy in LeBron James, so why don't you know they don't they they don't have really outside of AD and LeBron who who they really got. You can't rely. They won a championship that way in the bubble. It was like what two years ago against a Heat, Jimmy Butler led Heat. But at the same time, man, you, you need to you need to they need to get shooters, and that is where that is where my next point comes in. Okay, potential Lakers targets now. The Lakers, there's a whole bunch of people that the Lakers could... There's a lot of people that the Lakers could trade for. And it's interesting because, like I said, they seriously, 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 more than anything in this world, need to get shooters. And it's sad because, you know, I think the one guy, there's two guys that the Lakers should go after. And ironically, they play for the same team. DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine. Now, obviously, DeRozan is not much of a shooter, a guy to do it in the paint. But I think Zach Levine would be the perfect fit for this team. Zach Levine is a great player. Started off in his days in Minnesota. Then he went to Chicago. He's just a pure baller, a great three-point shooter, a guy that could drive in, even a decent passer for a number two guy. This is a guy that could dish it out to LeBron and AD in the paint. This is a guy 
who could score buckets. This is, I mean, there's no reason why the Lakers can't give up. That they, if, if you're in a package with Chicago, and Chicago doesn't look like, they don't look that amazing this year. I'll, I'll be honest with you. They don't look like, they don't look like the greatest team right now. You could put a package of first round picks. You could do something like, I would put in in a trade like Westbrook, uh, Russell Westbrook, with um, I would say two first round picks, potentially, because they're gonna need they're gonna it's gonna be obviously the AD trade. It's not gonna be they're not gonna get young talent like that. It's not like the Lakers have a whole lot of young talent. But you can incorporate guys like Thomas Bryant. Uh, they they have they have young talent. They have some young talent. Austin Reeves, Russell Westbrook, multiple first round picks. That it's gonna be hard. I personally don't know if I'd accept that the trade I just made. If I'm the Los Angeles or if I'm the Chicago Bulls, but Demar Derozan would be a great fit for this team because Demar Derozan is a shooting guard, small forward, and he's just. I mean, Demar Derozan everywhere he goes, he's a stud. He was in San Antonio. He was good. He was with Toronto. They were good all those years. So I would I would love to have a guy like Derozan, but at the same time, it's like he's at he's he's averaging twenty six a night. He's averaging five rebounds, five assists. This is a guy, when you're going to the Lakers, you can't just be a me, me first player. The great teams like the Golden State Warriors, that obviously the 73-9 Warriors, Chicago Bulls, it's a well-rounded team. Everybody, they play team basketball. It's not all about Jordan. It's not all about LeBron. They have guys that could step up per se. It's rare where you see LeBron or Jordan have an off night, but you need guys to step up and play well. And that's why DeMar DeRozan is good. DeMar DeRozan, while over the years he's regressed a little bit with his three-point shooting, he's a guy that could drive in. He could shoot a three here and there. His rebounding is is good. His assist, You could dish it out to Davis. You could dish it out to, um, obviously, LeBron when he goes in the paint. I would love, you know, a guy like DeMar DeRozan to pair with them. I think those are the top two guys they should be looking at. They should be looking at star players on rebuilding teams. I mean, that's would make the most sense. And those are two guys that I think that the Lakers should eye on. You add first-round picks. You add some of your bench talent. Kendrick Nunn you could throw into there. Um, maybe Patrick Beverly. I would love to have Beverly on a playoff roster because that guy is a hell of a defender. He could shoot threes here and there. And he's a guy that could really, really be a good player to have, even if he's not a starter. But if you got to throw Patrick Beverly in there, you got to throw Patrick Beverly in there. I mean, he's, a, he's an asset, a valuable asset. And while I think it's going to be tough the Lakers to pull off any moves, I do think that I do think that that would be that they have a shot to get one of those guys, and that and those guys would be a great fit. Now the next my next thing I'm going to get into was the Suns and the Pelicans beef. Now yesterday there was two things said. Okay, Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson both made comments on the Pelicans win over the Suns, and obviously they're going to talk more smack if they win today now Brandon Ingram obviously we all know he obviously he is having a great year but he posted yesterday let me read I'm not going to repeat it on a podcast public podcast but he he basically said you know a certain expletive word about the Suns this could uh, we all know the reason for that now my opinion about it is that Obviously, I'm a fan of backing up your actions on the court and not talking, but heck, they did that. And while, you know, I'm not a fan of trash, I mean, trash talking is part of the game. While I'm not, a, you know, while I think what he did was like not right or wrong, 
I can empathize and understand because it's like they just eliminated your team from the playoffs and stuff last year, and that's that's like that doesn't sit well with him. So obviously they're going to talk a little bit of smack. And I thought I thought you know him having his teammates' backs and stuff was was great. And but when he when he put the you know I'm not going to repeat the word, but when he put that word, it's like. You know, Phoenix Phoenix is still a really good team. He was making it seem like they were like the Thunder or they were the Spurs or they were a trash team. Phoenix, when it comes playoff time, if this team gets matched up against Phoenix, Phoenix, this is going to be a good good series. There's going to be beef in the blender with these two teams. And it's going to be really interesting to see how things pan out. But uh, about the about Zion Williamson dunking, while Zion, I don't, I don't see what Zion did wrong. Now, Brandon Ingram... I'm not a big fan of what he did, but I can understand. While I don't condone it, I can understand. But, but with Zion, I don't know why the Pelicans were upset about Zion Williamson dunking. Because it's like they were up by a lot. Zion's a great dunker. It, it, it gives value. It adds revenue. Obviously, people want to come and see a good game. And Zion's one of the best dunkers, probably one of the better dunkers of all time, honestly. And seeing him do that makes the fans excited. And... He's he's a humble guy. He's always been a humble kid. Uh, that's why I like Zion. It's not just because of him being a good player. Obviously, everyone knows Zion Williamson's a great player. Best prospect since LeBron James. One of the better high school players of all time. I like Zion because he's a good kid. And this kid, he's in his fourth season. But if he's he's only 22. He's, dude, he's only 22 years old. He's got another 15, 14, 15 years of ball ahead of him. And he if he stays healthy, man... This Pelicans team is just going to be unbelievable, and they are unbelievable, and their young talent is starting to gel together, and chemistry is starting to gel together, and I think that Zion's actions were, were not wrong at all. If you want to dunk, whether you're up by 10, down by 3, who cares? I don't know why. I mean, if Phoenix got angry over that, I don't know why Phoenix would get pissed. I mean, I just think, you know, it adds value to the game. And my next topic is Kyle Kuzma now. Kyle Kuzma is a potential trade candidate. Obviously, the Wizards probably aren't going anywhere this year, so it makes a lot of sense for the Pelicans to trade to trade him. Now, if you're if you're Kyle Kuzma, you know Kyle Kuzma is a really is a, is a solid player because he was great with the Lakers. Then everyone was hating on him because obviously, I feel like it's not LeBron James's fault. But LeBron, it's not easy to be a young player and play with LeBron James. LeBron expects players to perform at superstar-like levels. He has high expectations for young players, and these young players can't live up to the pressure, and they play like crap. You get him, you get him on a team with other young talent like the Wizards, and he's going to absolutely ball out. And he's still 27. He's still got a hell of upside to him. He's averaging 21 and 21 and eight. Man, I, I would like him on my team, and. The thing with Kuzma is that Kuzma was always Kuzma was always a really good player, and I think you know whoever gets Kyle Kuzma, they they could really, really, really use him. And if you want me to name top tier spots, because I I have I have a list actually that I made up of five spots where I could picture Kyle Kuzma. Now, the first spot is the Cavaliers. Now the Cavaliers would make a lot of sense because they got they need a a, a guy. That could a guy that um, Donovan Mitchell or Darius Garland can throw lobs to outside of Evan Mobley, and Kyle Kuzma would add to their game. Now they both uh, Garland could shoot threes, Mitchell could shoot threes, and obviously that's not all they could do. Having a guy in the paint that could catch lobs and could dunk would be great because it would it would take pressure off 
the three-point shooters. Now, Evan Mobley is obviously a stud, and that team, that front court would be scary if they had both him and Kuzma. And he's, I mean, it's, it's, he could play both sides of the ball. He's not just an offensive player. He could play defense, too. So it's unbelievable. See, the thing, the thing with the Wizards, the Wizards would, it would be a weird trade because Cleveland doesn't have, they, they, they're, they're not gonna, they're not gonna trade any of their all-star players. So they're probably gonna have to give up trade capital, but they would have to give up guys like the Wizards would probably get guys like Karis LeVert, Isaac Okoro, just to name a few. So I think while this could be a good trade, I don't think it's going to happen because of the fact that I just don't think that the Wizards have enough to give up, or, or sorry, the Cavs have enough to give up to get to get Kyle Kuzma. So I don't think this is going to happen. Now, I, I really, really would love him as I'm a Sixers and Knicks fan. It would be it would be great if the New York Knicks can get him because this kid's averaging 21 and 8 okay it would the, the Knicks could have a good duo they could offer guys like Mitchell Robinson who's a very good center Emmanuel Quickly who's quick I mean ironically his name's Quickly because he has one, he's one of the faster players in the league and as quick as heck and obviously if I personally I would take Kuzma over Randall I do believe that Kuzma is a little bit younger than a year or two younger than Randall I think Kuzma is having the better season. I mean, obviously, the Knicks have reached their apex. Julius Randle's a good player, but they've reached the amount that they could do with a guy like Julius Randle. They can't go any further than just making or just missing the playoffs. They have great receipt. You know, they have great, good team. R.J. Barrett's a good guy to build around. He's he's their building block. Jalen Brunson's having a really good, really good, you know, year. But it would it would really it's going to be really, really tough because they get Cam Reddish, who's a young, with the right coach. He has a huge potential and huge upside. But the thing is, he hasn't fit any, he hasn't even reached his full. I believe he went to Duke. He has never fit a system since high school. This kid hasn't really done anything. He hasn't really done any, a lot in the league. And if the Wizards get this trade, they could have Porzingis, Randall, and Beal, which would, which would be pretty pretty good trail for the future now another team that i think i actually came up with a list of four teams because i i i think that the phoenix suns could also benefit by having a guy like kyle kuzma because chris paul have hasn't been doing that great and he's he's overall he's folding he's starting not to play that well but i think if they trade guys, they could trade guys like Jay Crowder and other assets that they have. They could get a guy like Kuzma. And again, pairing him with Chris Paul would make things make life a little bit easier for the Phoenix Suns because get another guy you could dish to in the front court outside of DeAndre Aiden. Okay, you have Devin Booker still. Obviously, I mean, you could look for. I mean, this this could be a blockbuster trade because if you're because because obviously you could if you're if you're Washington, you're gonna have to give up or you're Phoenix. They have a very talented roster. They could give up. Most with, they could give up a lot of players for this deal because Phoenix is a team that's deep. And also Cam Johnson and Mikael Bridges as as two guys that I thought that the Wizards could get in this deal for DeAndre Hayden. So I, I like I like the fit. I like that as a fit. Now my last team that I like for him is the, because I did four, not five, the Atlanta Hawks. John Collins 
is absolutely disgusting. He's not doing really good in the with the Atlanta staff right now, from what I heard. He's disgruntled and he's miserable there. So this this team I think is is a really really good fit, and it would it John Collins has a lot of you know they owe him a lot of money, and they would have to retool his contract had he come to Washington. But it, this would be a fair player to player swap. I like it. They could also include a guy like Trist or Chris Stapps Porzingis, potentially Bradley Beal as well. In a trade like this, Atlanta is a really good team. They have Trey Young, and they have obviously Trey Young is a very very great player. And they 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 overall they're flooded with young talent, Atlanta. And if they get rid of John Collins and they and they finally they get a guy like Kyle Kuzma, that would be a great fit. Trey, it would take Trey Young's ability to shoot. It would ha- have him take pressure off him because Trey Young's one hell of a player. And if you take pressure off Trey, ooh, that could be a scary team. You have other guys that contribute. Now that is it, guys, for my fits for Kyle Kuzma, and other things that I'm going to talk about. The MLB hot stove. I'm going to talk about another day because. Right now, I'm still discussing the NBA, but right now, I'll update you guys. The Pelicans and the the Pelicans and the Suns. Pelicans are up by one against Phoenix with 21 seconds left, so that'll be an interesting game. If Phoenix, if Pelicans hold on, they'll really, really, really have bragging rights. But man, the Boston Celtics have been unbelievable this year. I mean, their young core of Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and a lot of other teams. They're Doing really, really, really well. Uh, Celtics are just a stud, studded young's core, and they're gonna go extremely far. Milwaukee, I claim the Knicks almost beat the Bucks, and the Lakers beat the Bucks. So I claim, I could say as a Knicks fan, oh, we almost beat Milwaukee. But their young core of Giannis, Middleton's coming back soon. Drew Holiday, uh, Grayson Allen, obviously he beat the Knicks with that game-winning shot. They have a good team. Um, Cleveland Cavaliers are doing great. That's why I'm pissed the Knicks didn't get him because look how he's balling out with Cleveland now. Brooklyn's starting to fold together. But if you look at the teams, the Philly, the Knicks, this is why the Knicks and Hawks can benefit with having Kuzma. They're just make just in, just, just in, just out teams and they stink. And they, not that they stink, but they're not as good as they should be. And the Knicks, while and the Hawks and Knicks aren't complete trash, they're not anything special either. And if you get a guy like Kuzma, that could really put you over the top and start to get you. I think the Celtics, Bucks, Cavs are the teams to beat in the East. You could potentially get yourself to a fourth or five spot if you get a guy like Kuzma. And obviously, the Magic and Detroit Pistons and Hornets, they're all playing for a draft pick at this point, especially Lamella Balls wasn't healthy to start the season. So we got, you know, that's obviously the problem there. But in Western Conference, I obviously spoke about how great the Pelicans are doing. The New Orleans Pelicans are just killing it this year. And obviously Phoenix is is doing well, but they might lose. I, I haven't seen the score of the game, but Phoenix might lose back to back games to the you know the Pelicans. I mean the Grizzlies with John Moran is unbelievable, and Desmond Bain they're just killing it. And realistically, the Kings are doing really well. I'm f- happy that DeAndre De'Aaron Fox is finally starting to play for a winning team. Um, Golden State is faltering. I'm surprised with Golden State. With a fully healthy Curry, Draymond, and Clay, that they're not doing great. I'm very surprised about that, but I think the Warriors will take off. I don't know if it's their champion. I mean, the Warriors are like the New England Patriots. They're they're a team that no matter how many chips they they win, they're never satisfied. 
and you know perhaps something will go in the other direction for them but obviously you know Dallas is not doing well Utah was started off well but currently they're they're doing much more you know they're obviously three and seven in their last 10 games so that could have something to do with them being low Minnesota's been struggling all season but playing better as of recent the Lakers hopefully pick things up I want to see LeBron succeed but unfortunately you know it hasn't been the case this year he hasn't done too well I mean the fact that they're worse than the Thunder who all they really have is Shea Gilgis that's freaking embarrassing and you know obviously the Spurs and Rockets I it's really between Rockets the Spurs Magic Pistons and Hornets probably for the for Victor Wembanaya the kid obviously Victor Wembanaya as you guys probably know if you don't know he's 7-3 could do everything play defense block shots shoot threes drive this kid's the real deal he's the, you know he's he's like a far better version of Chris Stapp's Porzingis far better version I do think he's a better prospect than Zion I don't think he's as hyped up coming out coming you know because he's in France Zion came out of high school I don't think he's as high up highly touted like I think he's better prospect but not as popular as Zion Williamson was but he's probably the second or third greatest prospect coming out since LeBron James so I'm excited to see this kid now anyway guys I think that'll be it for today I discussed a lot about the NBA um just one more time I'll recap you I'm gonna check that Pelicans game because I'm curious 13 seconds left and Pelicans are up by two so we might things might be interesting down to the wire there Anyway, guys, thank you for tuning in to my talk about NBA. And next episode is going to be on the MLB Hot Stove. Like, comment, subscribe, whatever. And I will see you guys the next episode.